Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Wealthy Sisters is on the air. Wealthy Sisters, the show that features six- and seven-figure-earning women of color. Tune in Mondays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time as entrepreneur, author, speaker Deborah Hartnett showcases the triumphant journey of these powerful sisters. You'll be inspired, encouraged, and informed every Monday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Our call-in number is 347-838-9278 or listen live 24 hours a day at www.wealthysisters.com. Now, our host, Deborah Hardnett. Well, hello and a welcome to Wealthy Sisters, where we celebrate the lives of six- and seven-figure earning women. And, you know, we are sponsored by Big Thinkers Academy, where we provide professional solutions for maximizing human potential. You can visit us at www.bigthinkersacademy.com. And our purpose is twofold here. We want to first inspire and encourage and provide that rich content, I mean that practical information that you can use right now if you apply it and increase your life, your life professionally, in your business world, also even help you on the personal side as well. And secondly, we must edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Network, and today is another fabulous Monday, June 18, 2012. And, you know, I hope you are really as excited about your future as I am because, trust me, it is extremely bright. And I can't tell you what, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it sounds like to you, no matter what you feel like right now, it is extremely bright, and you have to believe that. You have to know it and act on it. And, you know, we are here every week at the same time. That is Mondays at 12 noon Eastern, so we thank you in advance for spreading the good news about Wealthy Sisters. And I just want to go back into our purpose And just kind of reiterate that purpose, the real purpose here, as we talk about the first is we want to provide that inspiration and and, uh, encouragement and provide the rich content. But yesterday I was having a conversation with a friend of mine, and we were talking about the platform where people are not promoted. Usually we only see great things. We only hear about the awesome celebrities from the entertainment and sports entertainment or, you know, musical actors and who are doing great things, and we applaud them. Anybody that is um, focused and diligent and accomplished great things, we always celebrate them. But this platform is not only to to recognize them, but also to recognize the professionals like yourselves in the business world, the scientists out there, the business people who are doing great things every day, doing some phenomenal things that we never hear about. So that's one of our major, major focuses as we continue every week to bring you this powerful information. 
We are just thrilled to be able to do this because it not only encourages you guys I trust, but look, I'm selfish. It encourages me as well. So, yes, today is none other, is not like any other show, well, I say it's not different from any of our other shows, and that we're providing an awesome guest for you today who's made some, I mean, some phenomenal strides, especially when we talk about the world of real estate. I mean, all we hear about today are the negatives on the side of real estate, which they're very real, and we must deal with it. We must address it head on. But there is always a silver lining somewhere. Somewhere somebody is doing something and making some money still in this industry. And our special guest today is no stranger to that. Um, I love her, her bio. She says, being laid off from her management position at one of the nation's largest home lenders countrywide, home loans, was probably the best thing that ever happened to her. So some of you guys who may have just been recently laid off, you, you're still trying to find your footing, check this out. Lolita Shirio, and I should have asked the correct pronunciation, so forgive me in advance if I said that wrong. We're going to get it right here in a second. Better known as Lo. This entrepreneur, business owner, author, and motivational speaker discovered a passion for real estate that's bigger than her home state, Texas. Now, that's huge. Since 2008, she started Hearthstone Management and has been involved in hundreds of real estate transactions. She says, I love everything about real estate from landing to landscaping. So Lowe's Wholesale Real Estate Investing Mentorship Program attracts students who are eager to glean from her expertise. And we have her on the show today. She's going to share with us about REIs, her, her blog show, um, um, website, and other ways that you right now, yes, can make money from real estate. So you know what to do. you got to go call everybody, text them, tweet them, Facebook them, tell them to dial 347-838-9278 right now, 347-838-9278 right now, so that they can tune in to this awesome show. They don't want to miss all the great information, and hopefully we'll be able to get some questions answered at the end of the show as well. And if you are joining us live online, you can visit us at Wealthy Sisters Radio. That's Wealthy Sisters Radio, S-I-S-T-A-S, radio.com. You can visit Visit us there, listen to this show live, join us in the chat room, or you can also catch some of our other phenomenal shows as well. Know this, that we are on iTunes. You can download us there as well on iTunes, all of our other shows. And remember, like us at Facebook on the Wealthy Sisters and Twitter so you can stay in touch with us. So when we come back from this short commercial break, we're going to bring to you none other than our dynamic guest today, Miss Elo Shiro. Hold one second. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. Stay tuned. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. Business leaders, are you ready to soar? Success is not defined by your wings, but by your courage to leap from the cliff's edge and fly. With Fortune 500 expertise, 
The Beatty Group partners with creative and motivated leaders, weaving structure and innovation for maximum business success. Visit us at thebeattygroup.com. That's T-H-E-B-A-T-I-E group.com. Or call the Beatty Group at 877-264-7699. Yes, hello. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. We are live here today, Monday, January 18th, 2012. And you know it's another great day. And, and we have a very special guest with us today, Ms. Lowe, who is going to share with us the tips on real estate investing, making money. Yes, there are ways to still make money with real estate. We're excited to have her on the show today. And I promise not to hold her from you any longer. I want to say a very, very special welcome to Lowe, to Wealthy Sisters. How are you today? Hi, Deborah. I am doing excellent, and thank you so much for having me on your show. I'm so excited. Yes. Well, let me get it right. Let me get it straight. Tell <laughs> me the right way to say your last name. <laughs> it's pronounced Sherelle. Sherelle. Okay, Sherelle. But you know what? All right. You know what? I've had people to butcher it. Ten times as bad, so you don't have to feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I did not get. I said, "Well, because she goes by low, but I need to make sure I have the correct pronunciation of the last name." Because hey, we gotta we gotta honor you today, and that's the least that we could do is get the name right. <laughs> I, I got you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, as everybody knows, our audience we have uh, just a dynamic audience, and I can't thank them enough for just even taking the time to tune in to our show uh, on a weekly basis here, and we're real nosy at Wealthy Sisters. We like to get into the nuts and bolts of what went into a recipe of what we see today. So why don't you get started and tell us, you know, where you grew up and how you actually started on this path from as an entrepreneur? Sure. Well, I grew up in a small East Texas town called Henderson, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about a hundred or a couple hundred miles from Dallas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, uh, for those of you that are not familiar uh, with Texas or East Texas. And uh, I graduated high school. I went into the military, um, Army Reservist, and I also went to uh, college at Shaw University in Raleigh, North Carolina, for a couple okay. of semesters. So uh, okay. I didn't quite have uh, one serious enough, as I guess as my mom would say, and kind of... <laughs> Played around, so I brought my uh-huh. tail on back to East <laughs> to East <laughs> Texas after a few semesters, and uh, I went to um, Kilgore College, got an associate's degree there in business administration, and I also started singing. I started singing uh, with uh, my two cousins, and we formed um, a contemporary gospel group called Perfect Praise. We uh, uh, participated in a local competition, uh, Showtime at the Apollo, where Steve Harvey actually came down and hosted that show, and we won. All and, right. Uh, yeah, it was a very exciting time. Uh, we had the opportunity to go to New York. Uh, we didn't win on Apollo there, but we did not get booed, so the Sandman <laughs> didn't run us off the stage. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> then you won. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. But uh, after that, uh, we signed with a, um, uh, an independent uh, gospel recording um group, <laughs> sorry about that, uh, based mm-hmm. out of Houston, and uh, we got a little contract, and uh, we recorded an album, and we traveled the world. We went over over uh, seas, went to Germany, and uh, we sang in just about every type of church, club, 
uh, festivity, <laughs> Bobby Jones gospel. <laughs> so we did a lot within about a five to six year run, mm-hmm. and uh, it absolutely changed my life. And wow. you know, being able to minister and, and you know to, to be a blessing to people, just you know, use the gift that God gave me through through singing. Uh, to do that was 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 great. Mm-hmm. And I guess around the late '90s, early 2000s, uh, we lived in Florida for a spill with with our mentors because we worked with them very closely, mm-hmm. uh, and they're actually the mentors that introduced me to real estate. Uh, mm-hmm. Husband and wife team, they actually had a commercial real estate investing company, and they also uh, had another uh, business called JBAS Financial Services, mm-hmm. where they would uh, connect with other ministers and leaders in certain cities, and we would put on these events mm-hmm. to talk about uh, financial independence, investing, real estate, and that's where I really started kind of getting the rumble in my stomach. Now, was that the McCoy's? Was that the yes. McCoy? Yes, Anna, okay, McCoy yeah, yeah, and I Dr. Richmond McCoy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember. That is yep. exactly, mm-hmm. Yes, those mm-hmm. are my mentors. Okay, so okay. That started the rubble, if you will, the bubbling in my stomach, the excitement. Mm-hmm. So from that experience and working with them um, and uh, working with uh, Dr. McCoy, um, he was more so with his whole commercial real estate investing company, I was just uh, in awe and all that I had experienced in working with them. And, again, it just sh- totally shifted my mindset as to believe of what I would be, what, what, what I could accomplish or what I could do, mm-hmm. uh, just working with them and also being mentored by them during that, uh, that two-year time that we, my, my, myself and my cousins worked with them. And we mm-hmm. also did the, 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 the music. So these events were not like any other, you know, events where you just go on a Saturday and you listen to a whole lot of speakers it was an event. We would get up and we would sing different songs and ministry that tied into, you know, financial independence and uh, being debt free, and it, it was it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but after that, we we moved back from Florida because we lived in Florida and worked with them closely for two years. We moved back here uh, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and I started working for Countrywide. So, and with working with Countrywide, I started on the phone in. Uh, customer service. So mm-hmm. customer service for about six months was promoted into management, and uh, after about a year, I got tired of babysitting other grown folks uh, <laughs> and having to depend on them for bonuses and raises. I transferred to full spectrum lending, which dealt specifically with mortgages. You know, doing okay. refinances, helping people get qualified to get loans, and uh, again, it, you know, in a short period of time. I was promoted into management there. So, uh, the ba- you know, the bulk of my income was based upon my performance on sales. So, and I, I say I share all of this to say that from the, the experience of being signed and singing and ministry, even back then, this was before MySpace and YouTube. So, you know, mm-hmm. people now can sing and slap it on YouTube. You may or may mm-hmm. not blow up overnight. Well, okay, that was mm-hmm. before that time. So we mm-hmm. actually had to go out and market ourselves. We had to go out and talk to people. Mm-hmm. We had to go out and shake hands and say, hey, we have a great CD. You're interested in buying. So if you will, selling from the trunk. So that experience built my confidence in being able to talk to people and communicate with people and, and, and to sell, you know, to share mm-hmm. what I did. Okay, and along with 
uh, countrywide, same experiences. I'm more in management. I'm more working with people. So all of these experiences have helped me be the business owner that I am today. Five years mm-hmm. I've been full-time in Hearthstone Management Inc. has been in existence, which, again, mm-hmm. is a is a real estate investing company. So mm-hmm. that's, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> okay, and, and, okay. It's just my background. Okay, okay, wonderful, wonderful. So you made the transition, you left Countrywide. How did you actually start in real estate? I mean, I know you said you had your mentors. What made you just go ahead on and step out, and what did you, what were your first steps in, in investing? Sure. Well, while I was working at Countrywide, I, I got the bug when I was working, again, closely with my mentors, Dr. McCoy and Anna McCoy. But once I moved back to Texas and, starting, and started working with Countrywide, once – you know, in two, let's see, 2007, 2008, when there was starting to be some trouble in the economy and the whole housing market and right before B of A um, uh, uh, got countrywide, they bought them out, we were already told by our, you know, management, upper upper management that, hey, you know, it, it looks like that we're going to, this department's going to get closed down, so prepare. So mm-hmm. it's that. At that point, it just kind of it just kind of kicked in, if you will, that whole entrepreneurial drive. I, I started reading, I started networking, and attending local real estate investing groups. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a colleague of mine that I worked with there at Countrywide. He was already a real estate investor. I think he owned like eight or ten properties. So I started mm-hmm. working closely with him, asking him a lot of questions. So before the six month, the I think it was about six months before they actually laid us off. I had started very aggressively, started shifting my mindset, started networking. Um, also, different books, you know, books is, and I know I'm sure you've talked about this on your show, how mm-hmm. you just have to be around other individuals that are That's doing right. what you want to do or what you That's want to right. accomplish. That's so right. I set myself in those environments. I started right. reading what they were reading, you know, The Instant Millionaire by Mark Fisher, which is a great uh, self-help and, and mind-shifting book, The mm-hmm. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. So I started doing those things. During the time, I was still a countrywide, okay? Mm-hmm. And I closed my first deal. I think I closed two deals uh, before I was laid off. So that definitely built my confidence level out the roof. Right. And when, right. They, when they laid us off, I decided I'm going to go ahead and take the leap of faith and just do this full time. And the wow. capital that I had to start at that moment was just what I had with, with the company, with a little pension or whatever that, that I had there. I used mm-hmm. that. Um, my mom helped out. Which is, she's always been a wonderful supporter. And mm-hmm. I had another family friend that said, hey, well, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a little capital to help you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and here I am today, still mm-hmm. going strong, and we're still growing each year. Mm-hmm. Even with it, the way everything has happened, uh, with the market and with with everything falling, um, and a lot of people losing their homes, even a lot of investors who had property have had problems. I mean, I, I know just from colleagues, uh, just around the industry. That, I mean, a lot of people have have faced a lot of problems. So, I mean, today, how can somebody? purchase real estate using no cash or no credit, and how have you been able to maintain um, in this type of climate? Well, great questions, and I think with, number one, purchasing properties with no cash, no credit, that's, mm-hmm. to me, that's probably the easiest way 
for individuals that don't have uh, any any kind of cash or have very limited cash and no credit or bad credit. Mm-hmm. Think about this. You have you will always have buyers. Number one, you'll okay. always have real estate. Okay? okay. You will always have buyers in a good market or a bad market. You're always going to have people that's going to need somewhere to live. Okay. And you're going to have a, a, a large percentage of people that do not want to stay in apartments. They want okay. to stay in a house. Okay. So with knowing that, being able to marry, if you will, the seller and the buyer together and you being paid in the process of that, that's just to kind of simplify how you can get started as a wholesale real estate investor. So if I have you as the seller, for whatever reason, you come to me and say, Lolita, I can't afford this house, my husband passed, whatever the situation is, and believe me, people have gone through and are going through and will go through mm-hmm. daily life, hardships, mm-hmm. things that come mm-hmm. up, things happen. But mm-hmm. if I can connect with you, I listen to you, you tell me what the situation is, you can't afford the house, you need to sell, you can't sell on the regular market for whatever reason, you don't want to deal with the realtor, then what I would do if it's something that I don't, if, if, if I'm not going to buy myself as an investor, then guess what? I have a pool of other investors that have money, they have cash. They're pulling mm-hmm. out of their 401k or the stock market because the stock market has not been doing well over the last mm-hmm. few years. And mm-hmm. they're buying real estate because they understand that long term it's an excellent investment. Mm-hmm. So I go, I come to you and I say, well, this is what we can do. We can buy this house for X amount. You say, okay, great, let's do the contract. I do the contract with you, let's say for 50000 and I have another investor over here again, my pool of investors, that's willing to buy the same house from me for 60000 So okay. what I'll do is say, hey, Bob, I have a great deal for you. Here's the numbers. Check it out, whatever the case may be. He says, yes, I want it. So, okay. again, to simplify it, that um, profit in the middle, that's my assignment fee. That's a $10,000 profit that I've just made from helping you out as the seller to sell your home and also helping out these other investors that's looking for investments that can increase their portfolio or their return on investment. And I make a profit. And you don't have to be licensed. A lot of people, you know, well, I don't understand. You know, you're supposed to be a realtor. No, 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 no. You don't have to be a licensed realtor in order to wholesale. And that's a misconception that a lot of people have. Right, but that's one way. That's only one way. There's multiple ways. Yeah, that's only one way. There's multiple ways. So let me let me just replay this way, okay? So it, it sounds like like anything we talk about every week. It's real important to have those relationships. Relationships are everything. To have that network and contacts, as they say, um, your net worth is de- de- determined by your network. We know, Mister George Frazier says that all the time. So, yes. um, so you have a pool or network of of investors. Someone comes to you, they're in trouble, and they're like, "Look, I gotta, I want to sell this house. I need to sell it. Can you buy it from me?" You might say yes, or you might have somebody in your network that say, "I can buy." It. And all of this is done without going through perhaps the bank or or the traditional mortgage settings. This is cash that these investors might have or uh, access to this cash to be able to to buy that house from that person. That- that is exactly correct. What the cash and as an investor, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So as me, the investor, if I if I shop the deal off to somebody else, 
um, another investor, and there is a if I got it for fifty, I'm gonna sell it to them for sixty. Then my uh, you know finder's fee or you know commission or whatever you're saying is the ten grand, and that that is how people can make money as a real estate investor. One of the ways. That is one of the many ways. That is exactly mm-hmm. correct, and that's and that's actually how I started because mm-hmm. I was limited mm-hmm. on 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 the cash that I had. Even though I used uh, some of my pension as well as you know uh, my mom and and another family friend, I was still right. limited because I was starting up and I was still learning. But right. now you know that you know again, it's been five years. We are starting to hold on to properties as well to cash flow them uh, to okay. build our cash flow portfolio for our business. Okay. And, uh, that's how I encourage, and that's how I, you know, um, share and teach with my students. You know, mm-hmm. if you are limited, then this is how you need to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. how you need to start. And then as you want to build wealth, as you want to start holding on to these properties, as you want to accumulate cash flow, then you can just kind of move on into that after you've saved up, after you've paid down debts, after you've mm-hmm. learned and gotten more information, after you've built your network, then you can continue to just gradually graduate up to the next level or the next um, way or option uh, of, of, you know, making money in real estate and, and investing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got you. So now I also know, um, I remember when we first started with this, I, I, I'm not an investor now. I was at one point in time. But I remember um, there was a way that we got our first home, and this was in Georgia, um, where the person was, you know, getting ready to go into foreclosure, but we were able to actually help them um, stop it, and you know, we actually gave them money or what have you, paid the the um, caught them up, and they signed the home over like a quick claim deed. Mm-hmm. Is that something that's still being used today as well? Absolutely, quick claim deeds, uh, deed transfers. But, like, uh, I would definitely encourage, because from state to state, you know, mm-hmm. you have different guidelines and rules. So you just have to make sure you have a, a really solid, real experienced real estate investing attorney, uh, which, mm-hmm. which we do have, in order to help mm-hmm. you, you know, with those documentations or whatever addendums that need to be added uh, uh, to your contracts to do those type of transactions. So you have, right. that's another way. Um, we just picked up one um, last week where the mm-hmm. homeowners, I think the husband got a state, and the house mm-hmm. is about 20 minutes from where I live. Uh, it was in good shape. It wasn't an old house. didn't need any repairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, great area, neighborhood, established, and the numbers worked. You know, for mm-hmm. his monthly payment, what he was paying and what we could rent it for, um, but he didn't have a lot of equity, but that was okay because if I can make a $300 cash flow on that property, and all I have to do is pay maybe $500 to the title company for title policy, then guess what? That's an excellent investment. Okay. And we pick that one up, um, contract for deed, if you will. So, so, so wait a minute now. So you're saying all you had to pay, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. All you had to pay was $500, you're saying, exactly. to, the, the to, seller, to, to actually say that over again? <laughs> exactly. Well, the sellers didn't want anything. They just needed out. Yeah, they wanted out of the house. You know, I, right. went, I actually, I actually went and talked to them, and we we sat and talked a while. I explained uh, this particular type of, of transaction, uh, mm-hmm. how we could help them, and mm-hmm. they said yes. Mm-hmm. So once we got mm-hmm. the contract together, um, obviously we, we just wanted to make sure that the mortgage payment was, was current, 
They right. paid the mortgage payments. There was no issues there. And again, we'll, you know, I'm paying the title company to run a, you know, a, a title search to make this, make sure there's no liens or judgments. And wow. I also get a, and also get a title policy, so I'm out of pocket maybe about five hundred, six hundred dollars. Wow. But guess what? We, we found a tenant within about two and a half weeks. Wow. And they signed a three-year lease for us at, wow. at three hundred dollars a month cash flow. Wow. So right. so so this this particular situation, which every situation is different, there are all types of scenarios, and I, I would assume that you would tell, you know, your students that they have to be open first of all. They just got to be open to to what possibilities are out there. So, but you're saying in this situation they were pretty current. They just want to just get the noose off from around their neck. That's exactly <laughs> right. They wanted okay. to walk away. They didn't want to. Uh-huh. They didn't want to waste time listening with a realtor. They didn't uh-huh. want to waste time trying to sell it themselves. They mm-hmm. were not interested in being landlords. Uh-huh. And like I said, the payments, you know, payments were not behind. Uh-huh, uh-huh, wow, so, wow. Yeah, that so, I mean, there's, awesome. so, there's so many opportunities out there just like that. And, again, that's, mm-hmm. a, that, that's a whole other way of buying uh, real estate using no cash, no credit, or little cash. I mean, obviously, you, you want to do a t- title policy. If you don't, right. or a title search, you don't have to pay for that, but it would definitely be within your benefit to do that because you don't want right. to take on an investment where they have a $20,000 lien on the Against property, and, yeah, right. exactly, and you, and you would never be able to sell it. Especially like if it's a, a home, I would imagine that's, you know, an older home, maybe it's been paid off, but then you don't realize that, hey, there are tax, there's a tax lien against the property or what have you. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to do those those searches there. Wow, that's that's great. So tell, tell us a little bit. Now, you got this tenant, you said, for this particular situation about two weeks. I know there are people that, you know, have property and they are deciding whether they want to – to be, I guess, to sell the home right away. There's different ways that you can be an investor in real estate. Um, you know, what what are those ways uh, as far as, like, if you want to sell the home or you want to actually be a landlord? Can you go into some details about that? Sure. And, and again, you, you want to know as far as uh, what options sellers, sellers have or, or buyers, potential buyers? Like as far as investors are concerned, you know, what are those different ways that I can be an investor? Is it do oh, I, I just you. want to be an investor that, quote, unquote, flips a house or sure. sells the house right away? Or do I want to hold the property or to be uh, to rent it out? Or what are some of those advantages and disadvantages there for I, someone that's okay. just getting started in this field? Sure. Excellent question. Again, if you're just getting started and – uh, I explained the wholesaling a little bit, but I'll, I'll go back a little bit. If you're just getting started and you are very, very limited on everything, <laughs> income, time, credit, and you just want to kind of get your feet wet a little bit to see even even if you like real estate and, and you know, the real estate investing business, you could become what's called a bird dog or what I would like to say a property scout. And all you're simply doing is going out and finding those uh, homeowners and getting those addresses of individuals that need to sign, and what you're doing is sharing that information with an investor such as myself that would be interested in buying it or wholesaling mm-hmm. it. And you would simply, if if the deal goes through, it closes, you simply get a finder's fee of anywhere from $500 to $1,000, mm-hmm. and that's it. So the main thing you would have to learn how to do is just market, is find those okay. homeowners that need to sell 
get their information, and you give that lead and pass that on to an investor. Now, again, the next level would be wholesaling. Okay. Uh, and, again, simply you're, you're learning how to uh, market and get those leads yourself, but also you are doing uh, the research work concerning that property. So, again, mm-hmm. if you give me all your information, you need to sell, you need to get out, you've given me all the information about the house repairs, then I'm doing the due diligence and the research and getting the information on the worth of the house, if there's enough equity, and then I'm going to come back to you and negotiate with you and contract the deal. Okay. And then what I'll do is turn around and market that deal to my investors at a higher price. Okay. Whatever that difference is in the middle, whether whether it's 5000 10000 20000 that's going to be my assignment fee. Okay. And that's the concept of being a wholesaler. Now, the advantages of that, you're in and out. You okay. have absolutely no liability. You, you don't you don't own the, the the house. You don't own the real estate, even as a bird dog as well. You don't own anything. You're just getting the information, and you're getting paid if the deal closes and if you can find a buyer or an investor mm-hmm. that wants that lead. So that's pretty much the advantages. And there's, ne- there's not necessarily any disadvantages because, mm-hmm. again, you don't have any liabilities. Now, mm-hmm. if you want to be the type of investor that buys and holds, where you actually buy the properties uh, using your cash or lines of credit or you accumulate properties uh, subject to a contract for deed, like I shared with you, where I was only mm-hmm. out of pocket about 600 bucks then the advantage is you're, you're accumulating monthly cash flow each month. So mm-hmm. think about it. If you, let's say you pick up, I don't know, 20, 20 properties, all right? Let's say you get okay. 20 houses and they all cash flow, uh, let's say a minimum of $300 a month. Okay. So that that, that is, what, $6,000 in passive income each month. Okay. But, but even though that's wonderful, and that is mainly what a lot of investors are doing today. They are accumulating as, m- as many homes as they can, and they're holding on to them for the cash flow. Now, the disadvantage with that, if you don't have the capital or the means to maintain those properties when uh, hot water heater goes out or right. you've got plumbing issues, okay, or then, a tenant yeah. skips town or, or, <laughs> and tears you know, the house up. <laughs> That's exactly right. Tears that house <laughs> up and you don't have the means or you don't have partners or whatever mm-hmm. or you know access to funds to fix those houses, then it could become a massive headache. <laughs> so that, that would be the disadvantage, and, and, and that's why I would encourage anyone, make sure you have some capital first or access to capital to start holding on to these properties because mm-hmm. maintenance will come. You're going to have some maintenance issues, obviously, and you're going to have tenants that will skip on you. Mm-hmm. So, and, and you're going to have to go through that process. You just have to be prepared for that. Right, right, right. Well, tell us now, um, you know, some of the stories that you have seen, I guess, as far as you getting started. Um, maybe just tell me, what what have you found to kind of be your preference as far as um, the investing? Do you prefer to do the wholesale deals or do you prefer to have the the uh, to be the landlord, or it kind of just depends on the situation of that property? It kind of depends on the situation of that property and, and the deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I love wholesaling. You know, we still mm-hmm. do a lot of wholesaling, you know, in our company today. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, because it's easy. You're in and out. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I know how to analyze deals. I know how to market to those, um, you know, certain type of homeowners that are probably motivated to sell. It's easy for me to talk to them, so... If we can come to an agreement, you know, on the price and I get it contracted, 
and the network of investors, you know, that I have and, and have access to, you know, that property could be sold in a, 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 an hour. You know, I've, I've had properties that I contracted, and I would call certain uh, investors or send them a quick text immediately and say, hey, I got this property in this zip code area, you know, 322, three-bedroom, two-bath, two, whatever, needs about 10,000 cosmetics. This is the asking price. This is the, you know, the uh, market value. They call mm-hmm. me immediately. I'm interested, <laughs> you know, and it's gone within hours. So mm-hmm. those by far are, you know, wholesaling is, 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 you know, a great way to really make a lot of money quickly, um, mm-hmm. especially if the title if the title's clear on the houses, the title uh, companies don't have any uh, issues uh, with, with, with the title on those properties. They close, you know, we've had deals close in three days, five days. You know, and these again, are... We, mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Finish your thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and these are, um, uh, you know, host, uh, again, wholesale deals, uh, with a, you know, and some of them where they have title issues. Now, let's say we have a, a situation where, and this is another example, we had a, a wife whose husband had passed away a few years, and uh, they had a fire in their home uh, in Plano, mm-hmm. Texas. Plano is North Dallas. It's an excellent area. And properties don't last long at all over there. And I knew we had a great deal. Anyway, long story short, we got it contracted, and we actually wound up selling their house and making about a twenty, twenty-five thousand dollar profit. But what happened was the husband did not um, probate his will, and he had other um, he had other children mm. from a previous marriage, mm-hmm. and two of them lived in one state, and another lived in another state. So I actually helped the title company, you know, get paperwork and different affidavits of heirship, you know, as you know, for those of you that are familiar with these terms. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was paperwork. It took about two two months for this deal to close. Mm-hmm. So you'll have those deals, especially those paid really, really well, that sometimes can get hang ups <laughs> uh, yes. and have issues <laughs> that you just have to work out and, and work with the title company on to get closed. But when they do, they are very, very nice paydays. Wow. And, you know, so you're working with the title company, and like you said earlier, um, the, each state is going to be different, so you kind of got to know what your state rules are uh, as well. But you and you're saying something closing in like three days. This is this is not having to sit down in the traditional mortgage office and signing all of those loan papers that people go through. This is this is just dealing wholesale to wholesale, like from investor to investor. Just only thing probably involved is just like the title um, offices that you you mentioned. Is that correct? That's 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 correct. That's pretty much uh, correct. You you have yeah. it. Yes, and that's that. I think that is one of the main things of just trying to get people out of the traditional mindset and opening yes. their mind to the possibilities. Because when people think, uh, I know I was having a conversation with a young lady before. When people think about investing, they think of the the, the time they bought their first home, where you sat down and you signed all those papers. Uh-huh. It's a whole other world out there that that happens differently. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's a whole other wow. world, and a lot of times I'm not I'm not even at the title company because you know mm-hmm. we we do a lot of business. So there's you know there's two or three title companies that we use here in the DFW area, Dallas Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. and uh, they have all our company's information. And if there's something that I need to sign, typically what, whether it's the um, assignment assignment contract mm-hmm. between myself mm-hmm. and, and the investor that's going to buy mm-hmm. the deal from me. I'll sign that, but uh, mm-hmm. they'll send me an email, you know, a few days later, a week later, whatever, and say, hey, Lolita, 
you know, deal is closing tomorrow. How do you want your check? You want me to wire it to you? You want to come pick it up or whatever? Mm-hmm. And typically mm-hmm. I'll just send the email back and say, just wire it to my account. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. these are the times that we're in. You know, just like you said, you know, these are untraditional times. This is an untraditional market. It's an untraditional okay. economy. So you have to think outside the box. Right. You have to think outside right. the box, and you have to be a person that is willing to be open to change. Uh, right. And also educate yourself, you know, link up with a mentor, read, you know, get an understanding of those type of opportunities that you can take advantage of because, uh, you know, I hear people say all the time, I need to make more money, I need to make extra money. I can tell you unlimited <laughs> ways on the computer, girl, and I'm, and I'm such a big, I'm a big person on, mo- on uh, multiple streams of income. Right. I have multiple sources of income, and 90% right. of it is on the Internet. Right. So right. when people tell me, oh, I, you know, I need to make more money, I don't know how to make more money, I, I'm like, look here. Here's a couple of things you can do. And, you know, it's it's funny because you tell people what they can do, you right. know, based upon where they are. You know, a lot of people aren't computer literate. I understand that. That's not a problem. But right. Because, you know, there are so many different ways and uh, so many different options, there's something that everyone can do to to bring an extra a month into their household. Right, 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 right. But you just have to open your mind. You have to open open your mind and think think outside that Mm -hmm. box. And Mm -hmm. and it's the same with real estate. You have to be Mm -hmm. creative. Mhm, mhm. What are some of some of the other ways that, or maybe if you could just tease us? And I know you 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 got to tell us about your your um, program that you offer uh, to those investors and new investors um, that want to get started in in real estate. But can you tell sure. us maybe one other way that um, someone can purchase a home with bad credit? They can start with oh, they say buy credit jacked up from the flow from the front to the back from the east. To the left, to the to the west, to the north, to the south. However, mm-hmm. and I don't have but a thousand dollars. I barely got that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what can somebody do, you know, to begin building their investment portfolio? What else can someone do? Well, again, you can do uh, what what's called the uh, the contract for deed or the subject mm-hmm. to investing, where you're taking over the monthly payments uh, mm-hmm. of a homeowner. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. obviously have to have good credit for that. Uh, you just need to make sure that you can maintain the home, um, and I'll, I'll even go on on the on the actual homeowners and maybe not necessarily investors. We are selling a lot of properties now, owner finance uh, mm-hmm. or rent to own, more okay. in particular owner finance. Okay. Uh, we have homeowners that just like you said, their credit is jacked up. I mean, okay. I mean it's really bad. Okay. But if they, you know, have been working on their job a year or two. They haven't had, typically, they haven't had any type of evictions or foreclosures or bankruptcies within, okay. the, tw- within the first 12 months. Okay. Uh, and they have 5 to 10%. Typically, it's about 10% uh, to put down um, uh, of the purchase price. Then they can own that home. Okay. And that's an untraditional way of buying a house. Okay, so if okay, so I'm a, I'm an investor. I have a home, and um, I want to sell it. I'm going to be the financer, is what you're saying. The own, that's the owner finance. I'm the one that's going to finance correct. the deal to these 
uh, new homeowners. And you're saying basic the basic criteria is at least they need to have some kind of good steady income for about two years, not any bankruptcies within the past 12 months, um, it's some major things like that, and then have at least five or typically you said 10% to put down. About and, 10%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a way that people can also do that as well, to be an investor and even to purchase that home without um, with bad credit as well. Exactly, and that's mm-hmm. the kind of market that we're in. So okay. you have a, just a ton of people. I have a, different friends and colleagues that are realtors, and okay. they're doing it. The, the home sales are going up a tad bit. It, it's going okay. up a tad bit in different markets right now. But a lot of their business is these rent-to-own and owner-finance type of transactions. Okay, okay, so okay. So that's still the type of market that we're in because, okay. you know, even though, uh, I think I checked this morning, the the interest rates are like 3.875%, which is crazy for a 30-year loan. Right. You you pretty much have to have immaculate credit to qualify for that. So you have like 1%. <laughs> like, who got that? <laughs> I know. The majority of the people don't. And Two people left. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, just like you said, but the majority of the people don't have that. So uh-huh. that's, where the, that's where the creative real estate comes in when you're buying okay. and selling. So okay. the more you know, then the more you're able to make money, the more you're able to put deals together and do deals, do business, and uh, just, you know, build your wealth for your family. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Another question I always ask, and you hear this, you know, in conversations when you talk about real estate as, as an investor, should, you know, do, do you recommend as a new investor, should a person step out and perhaps maybe buy, you know, like a, 300, I don't know, depends on the market, of course, and depends on the location where they are because a $300,000 home here in the DMV, the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, could be a lot smaller than one you might get in Dallas, Fort Worth, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, um, But should a person invest in maybe, let me we say the square footage, like a 3,000-square-foot home as an investor as opposed to starting out with maybe a 1,500-square-foot um, home? Do you, do you say that they should start with a small or a larger home? Is there a rule for that or what? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. It, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's two things. It depends on the person. Okay. It, it depends on the person, and it also depends if the person has ever been a homeowner. If that okay. person has never been a homeowner and they've always lived in maybe an apartment, you know, or whatever, start with the smaller house. Okay. okay. Start, start with the smaller house because it's going to take a lot to maintain that smaller house. So you mm-hmm. want to get a taste of that. Because when you're okay. in an apartment, everything's taken care of. Light bulb go out, whatever. You know, you can just call, you know, property manager. They'll take care right. of all of that. But right. when the light bulb goes out, when there's a leak in the house, right. when you have to continue to maintain the yard, when you have to have pest control come out, you know, all of these expenses, I think a lot of uh, new homeowners, you know, again, that are not necessarily prepared or have never owned a home, uh, this is what they run into. And they'll okay. say, man, <laughs> I don't know being a homeowner would, would be this much work. Right, because, and it's you know, a lot it's, of work. <laughs> it is. It's a lot uh-huh. of work to maintain a home. That's exactly uh-huh. right. It really is. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, uh-huh. that that would be my answer to that. And, again, it just depends on the person and right. also if they've ever owned a home or not. 
Right. Okay. That's that's good because you know when you talk about home ownership, even outside of investor, that's that's those traditional box ways that we've been taught. Got to buy a house. Got to buy a house, and you mm-hmm. know so that you can save on your taxes. Well, if you have a business, you can actually save more if you're running a business. You know, on your taxes. That's not the only way. The only reason why you should buy a house, you know, just just to own a home, because there, like you said, there are, there are huge responsibilities in owning a home. Um, if Absolutely. you're not prepared for for the maintenance, you might can do the seven fifty for the note. Uh huh. <laughs> but but well, everything else. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the electric bill. So okay. you know, that little seventy five dollar electric bill you got now and that, you know, thousand square foot or nine hundred square foot apartment, if you get a three thousand dollar square foot house, honey, that's gonna double or triple. So and you gotta you do know. the yard, the landscaping and all of that, right. That's right. Yeah. yeah it's like it's a trick bag somewhere, you know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. So this is this is great. If you've just tuned in to Wealthy Sisters, we are listening to Lo. She is the real estate investor guru. She uh, is doing some incredible things in this industry, and uh, we're just proud to have her on our show today. We do want to be able to take a few callers to take a few questions, if that's okay with you, Lo. So sure, uh, absolutely. if you've got any questions you'd like to ask her about real estate investing, dial 347-838-9278, 347-838-9278. Our lines are packed out, Lo. If you're already on the line, press 1 so that we know that you have a question. And then also, uh, if you're in the chat room, you can let us know that you've got a question for Ms. Lowe as well. So I'm actually going to take a short break. We're going to come right back, get to some of the questions here. And um, also, Lowe, I want to know if you can, you know, kind of help everybody out with maybe some tips on how they can find tenants and how you do that too as well. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after this short break. Would you like to reach quality professionals? Expose your product and services to thousands on a monthly basis? Advertise with the Wealthy Sisters Media Group. Our packages include both on-air and website banner placement. Call our offices today at 1-800-917-9435, extension 803. Or visit our website at www.wealthysisters.com to begin building your brand today. Hi there, this is Bill Lee. I'm a voice talent and I want to work for you. Just email me at bill at billlee.net. For God so loved the world. We've probably all heard the start to this verse, but what does it really mean in our daily lives? At FedEx, we understand you want a partner who can help you go global. That's why FedEx delivers next business day by 10.30 a.m. from more major international cities than any other express carrier. FedEx. Another day, another dollar saved. All right, we are live here on Wealthy Sisters. Thank you again for tuning in to our show today. want to invite everyone to let you know you can listen to this show if you just tuned in and you missed the first half. You can catch us at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's Wealthy Sisters Radio, S-I-S-T-A-S, Radio.com. want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Yes, you can download this show and all of our others through iTunes, and it's free. You can listen to it on your iPhones, Androids, and more. So, yes, looks like we've got a caller here. I want to go to uh, 
seven. Hello, welcome to Wealthy Sisters. State your name and where you're calling from, please. I'm call- I'm actually calling from Houston, Texas. Okay, all right. Got with the ATL number in Houston. Welcome to Wealthy Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I did that to you. Yes, yes, we got a few seconds. Go ahead and ask Lo your question. Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, one, uh, will you have a class in Houston? And two, as a real estate buyer, how do you, uh, p- purchasing a home uh, from someone who is the homeowner, how do you make sure that that homeowner isn't in foreclosure? Because I was looking at buying a rent-to-own home, and uh, it ran into a situation back in Atlanta where the homeowner I bought was buying from was going mm-hmm. into foreclosure, and we were caught out there. Oh, that's a great question. It is a great question. Well, to answer your first question, not sure when I'm going to be in Houston to actually teach, but I will definitely keep um, uh, everyone posted that follows me as well as you, Deborah. Uh, but I'm going to talk about an online coaching program that I do have uh, towards the end of the call. And your next question you can find if individuals are in foreclosure. I'm not sure what the site is there in Houston, but if you work or know a realtor, then they probably know or can access uh, a website that they can pull up to see if that house is actually in foreclosure or not. So I know that there's a couple of ways here in Dallas where, where we can do that. Uh, and like I said, I'm sure there is there in Houston. But if you if you connect with a realtor, um, they probably can tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. But there is a way that you can look to see if there is a home that is in trouble. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. even if you get that house, if you're working directly with the homeowner, the very first thing I ask is your most recent mortgage statement. Okay. okay. And that right there, you know, that's the you know a very simple way to do it just from the get go. That right there will show you if they are behind or not. Because on the most recent mortgage statement that they get directly from the lender, it will have the next payment that's due for that month or the following month, and it will show you the amount. So if that monthly payment is $700, then it should show that $700. But if that monthly payment shows $2,100, then you know they're probably about about three months behind. And then also can you call, too? Because what if, you know, hey, we got computers. People can make statements and look, make it look good now and make it look real if it's a fake statement. Is there a way that you can kind of call and say that you're purchasing the home? Or, I mean, I know there are liabilities that people can't give out personal information. Is, but can, have you been able to get through to the mortgage company to verify that? Well, yeah, and, and when I've dealt with homeowners uh, mm-hmm. that ain't got nothing to hide, they will give mm-hmm. me the information I need, or we or we will do a conference call. Because when okay. you call the lender directly, uh, okay. either talk okay. to someone or, or some of these um, some of these mortgage companies, you know, it's just auto service, and you can right. just key in your loan number. Okay. Most ninety nine percent of the time, you need the last four of that homeowner, the primary uh, homeowners that's on that mortgage. You need the, the last four of their social security number, and you okay. have to plug that in, and it will give you uh, either okay. the, the the person or the auto auto message will let you know what that monthly payment is or, you know, okay. what they owe. Okay, okay, wonderful. Great question. Let's go to 876, the caller on the line. State your name and where you're calling from, please. 
Hello? You have a question? Looks like we lost them there. Yeah, that's okay. a great question that uh, she had because I, I know that um, people can, even in renting, <laughs> I've known mm-hmm. people to uh, rent a home from someone and unfortunately, you know, they weren't uh, telling the truth or forthcoming and, you know, they wind up moving into the house and, and the house was actually in foreclosure and, you know, of course, they had to, to move out and lost you know, money that way as well. So that's that's good to know that you can kind of, you know, call and do that auto uh, deal of it as well. Now, tell us yeah. here, we have about uh, really four minutes left in the show. Give us your information. Um, we want to definitely do that, and then maybe you can just give us one little tip on how maybe people can get uh, tenants as well. So tell us more about your um, show or, you, you know, your class that you have coming up. Sure. Well, uh, one product that I just created and just finished, it took me a few months, but the reason mm-hmm. why I did it because I would get hit up on Facebook so much about people <laughs> asking, how do you buy and sell real estate, no cash, no credit? Do you have to be a licensed realtor? So what right. I put together is my online real estate investing coaching program, okay? Okay. It's, it's com, okay. And what it simply consists of, I teach, there's over it's over 100 hours of video trainings. And what I'm teaching the members to do from A to Z, how to be a successful wholesale real estate investor. Uh-huh. And I, I teach you everything from what wholesaling is to how to market to motivated sellers, where to find these sellers, the best marketing that's working today to get okay. those leads, direct mail, okay yellow letter, letters, also the sources you can use. If you don't have time to do it yourself, there's different sources that you can use online that will do that uh, complete uh, direct campaign, mailing campaign for you at a very, very, very low cost. Um, I also teach you and share with you resources, contracts, and actual calls of me talking to sellers because a lot of people have fear. Of, of talking to people. They just don't know right. what to say. They get all these leads come in and like, oh, my God, I don't know what to say. And you probably got <laughs> two or three deals worth five or $10,000 on your desk. But I, right. I, I talk to you and teach you about the importance of negotiating and just give you some real killer uh, negotiating tips to help you deal with those sellers and also okay. overcome sellers' objections. So that's just a lot. And I, I work um, – I do um, – uh, product reviews. I also do a, a one monthly question and answer session with all of the members. So you talk to me, you ask me questions, and uh, there's some bonuses I have in there. So you can go to real estate. I know I got to hurry. I'm sorry. You can go to realestateinvestingcoachonline.com, and that's uh-huh. for my coaching program. Okay. Okay. And then they can find you on Facebook. They can like you there on Facebook as well. And yes. and, uh, so, and under how? What is your page name? Sure, it's facebook.com slash low shroud. And my last okay. name is spelled S H E R I O W. Okay, and you also have hearthstone.com. Is that H A R R T S T O N E.com? That's, yes, that's the company website. So if you just want okay. to get a more overview of the company website, you can go to okay. www.hearthstone.com. And also you can follow me on Twitter, twitter.com oh. slash low shroud. Same as Facebook, L O. S H E R I O W. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Wow. Well, we're going to have to have you back on, Lo. I tell you, the time just goes by so fast. You know, you want to get in. I want to be able to get in. One more quick question here. Uh, Maybe we can just take an extra two minutes here. It's a 713 number. Uh, Real quick, 30 seconds, state your name, where you're calling from, and your question. Hello? Yeah, hello. My name is Winifred. I'm calling from Houston. Okay, Houston in the house again. Stay your question. I'm down here trying to get started in wholesaling, and I was wondering, Lo, which contract do you use when you're buying from a seller? Do you use the the one on the Trek website that the realtors use, or what? Because that's what I keep hearing, but I'm not certain. Uh, oh, that's, that's a great question. Yes, I use the Trek contract. Um, and in my uh, my online club training, if you decide to be a part of it, I'd love for you guys to go to that website and check it out and. All the training that I have is, is, is such a low cost, um, but I actually do a video training on how to fill out properly the TREC contract as a wholesaler. Uh, right. So, yes, to answer your question, I do use the TREC contract. Perfect. Thank you. Awesome, sure. awesome, awesome. The TREC contract. Never heard of that. So that's that's great. That's great. Is that a standard contract in the industry? Yeah, that's the contract mm-hmm. that uh, all licensed realtors here in the state of Texas use. Okay, 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 all right. So that's what I guess the Trek is a T something in there for Texas or something. I guess that's the standard. There you go. Okay, uh-huh. across, okay, okay, I got Texas you. So, but uh-huh. across the country, there that it would be called whatever in their respective areas. Right, and I actually okay. have a just a generic purchase mm-hmm. and sales contract um, that anyone in any state can use. But again, I would encourage them to you know run it by their real estate uh, attorney there just to make sure, or the title company, the title company that you're using wherever you are, they'll let you know if that contract is okay as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Well, you have been a phenomenal guest today. Congratulations again to you for uh, you know all the great things that you're doing and have done and shall continue to do. We look forward to having you back on the show in the near future. And um, again, give out your website one more time quickly. Sure. Go to www.realestateinvestingcoachonline.com. And also, if you want to visit my blog, please stop by and visit my blog. It's www.rei, it stands for Real Estate Investing, howtos.com. That's H-O-W-T-O-S.com, reihowtos.com. All right. Well, hey, I tell you, it's been a great show today. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. We appreciate you. Love you. And uh, we look forward to seeing you next week when we have another phenomenal, it's going to be another great show as always. So have an awesome day. And, and, you know, we always say to you, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. See you next week. This has been another episode of Wealthy Sisters, brought to you by the professional black woman, turning your concepts into cash. Join Deborah Hardnett, our host next week, as she interviews another powerful, progressive, and positive sister, and visit us on the web at www.wealthysisters.com. That's www.wealthysistas.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.